episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. We are coming at you, Broads! Good morning, Chatty Broads family! Hello, Broads! We are here! Sorry, I really want to make Ty Pennington happen again. Where did he go? Ty Pennington. We discovered, by the way, that that's what that's from. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Ugh, before this, Broads, before we recorded this episode, we recorded Thursday's episode, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is featuring Jim and Ika. We have another fantastic sex convo. Um, We had Jim and Ika on like over a year ago, in case Mm -hmm. you didn't listen to that episode. It's fantastic. But I figured out that the Good Morning Whatever family is from Extreme Home Makeover, thanks to y'all. With Ty Pennington, with that face. With that hair. With that hair, that iconic hair, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. He was kind of hot kind of hot <laughs> i had so Dude, many dreams was, about him he, he looks like a christian oh rock band yeah lead singer. with those eyes those piercing eyes now to me he kind of looks like someone's hot dad i mean like from i've when always I was loved a kid. i always enjoyed a hot dad and i mean right who doesn't i wonder what he looks like now he's 56 what that makes me uncomfortable that makes me feel old does he have an instagram <laughs> okay anyway um, he does does he really yeah apparently he has a show now i mean he he's always still does zaddy even though it's old he's oh my god jess this is your man's i'm sorry this is your dream man's oh my god <laughs> isn't it hold on sorry brads i'm gonna have to go hit a quick hot follow on my instagram bro i'm sorry he <laughs> it looks like your dream man to me every no he is my dream man and i'm following him right now anyone following me is gonna just be like what did you just he looks like he's just ready to take you to tulum and take a picture of you on his boat oh my god i cannot wait to slide into his dms <laughs> You know whose DMs I won't be sliding into? Chris Harrison. Ew, oh my God. He is not Zaddy Chris. He is not Zaddy Chris. And honestly, I take back anytime we ever called him Zaddy or Daddy, it, we take it, we strike it from the record. It is. Ew, dude. I'm so glad I was up on hating on him early. I was I was ahead of the times. I gotta say, I gotta say. Well, Broads, we have some announcements to make. If you're not on the Instagram and following some of the Bachelor on accounts the on the gram or following some Bachelor contestants, a lot transpired the past couple days. <laughs> and when I say this past week has felt like a millennia, I'm I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> it seemed like forever in a day, truly, because so much happened. Yeah. So, if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about the Chris Harrison, um, Rachel Lindsay interviewed interview, and we um, were talking about hashtag fire Chris Harrison. After we talked about that, someone created a petition, and let me tell you about this petition: hundreds of thousands of signatures. Are you serious? Oh, wait, boom! Wait, overnight, really? Yes. I thought. Oh my god! Yes, yes, I thought it got to like fifty k. Oh no, 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 no. <gasps> This petition made it very clear, okay? Now. Oh, my God. Yes. So, Chris Harrison. Oh, my God. Then put out a statement, like, probably within 24 hours of this petition, potentially. Um, He put out a statement that was just shitty. 
it was just this yeah, like just typical you know just like i don't even know what that means blah you're, blah pr you're just saying, i don't stand for this whatever yeah you're saying pr words you're like this haphazard like quote-unquote apology yeah as we'll call it well then something happened that has never happened before mm-hmm. in the history of the bachelor world the contestants from the current season and from Claire slash Tasha's season put out joint statements refuting the racism and Chris Harrison's actions. Mm-hmm. And it was like my Instagram was lighting up. It was like lighting up like Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's just like all of a sudden all these people that we follow from Bachelor Nation are just like, nope, 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 nope. And mm-hmm. it was powerful. Okay, it only got 40,000 signatures. Oh, really? Yeah. I wish it got hundreds of thousands. That'd be dope. Maybe there were two. Maybe. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm... Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Bachelor Diversity uh, uh, Petition, oh. which was also an incredible petition if you haven't signed that. So, and that, made, uh, that made waves. And that's the thing at the end of the day. Becca and I were talking a little bit um, off camera about how, you know, I know a lot of people right now are talking about... Um, uh, boycotting yeah. Bachelor and watching like at least maybe for the rest of the season or until they officially fire Chris Harrison or whatever and definitely understand that 100% um, but at the same time you're like these conversations that the show also helps like uh, start and now these on these bigger platforms that movement is happening and yeah. change is happening yeah um, okay and, I'm sorry yeah please I've- no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, and by the way, if you want to talk about the difference between accountability and cancel mm. culture, um, okay. the black chillerettes who, again, I talked about this on the last episode, but Michaela, who came on our show, who did get in called yeah. and called out, um, had one of the videos they post go viral. Yeah. And oh it was so like millions of years. Yeah. And it was up. it was so incredible. And right. They have a, a whole little um, like a swipe through about the difference between accountability and okay. cancel culture. And I just want to say this, too. <laughs> gotta go on a little rant right now because i'm you know a fifth into my <laughs> vodka grapefruit um it just drives me fucking nuts because <sighs> She's gonna i don't want to make this about like a right versus left republican versus democrat i don't want to make it that kind of thing but there are like certain types of people who like if someone like <sighs> If like a black person gets fired from their job or gets, you know, shot by police, etc., are immediately going, well, what did they do? What's the backstory? What happened? Like maybe they did something to like deserve that. <laughs> I don't even have to go into why all of that's problematic. Like there are black people who literally like lose their jobs for like wearing their hair natural and shit like that. Like states are just now enacting laws to like protect that from happening. Like in 2020 and 2021. Okay. I never hear that group of people saying shit about that. But then suddenly those are by the people those by the way like let's let's like let's say this is just one example like i said black people who lose their jobs because of their natural hair then you have this man who has made millions of dollars Uh uh from a franchise Uh Uh and suddenly you're so worried about preserving his job about making oh my god he doesn't deserve that no i'm sorry when you are making 
multiple lifetimes worth of fortunes. Like he could live like, I don't know, 20 lives, 100 lives Mm -hmm. comfortably with the money that he's making. We know he's making he's making tens of millions of dollars every year. Oh, absolutely. And he signed on again recently. Like, so, you know, that they definitely upped that pay. 100 percent. Yeah. It's the top reality TV show in America. Your job should be skating on thin ice. Correct. You, sh- If you say some shit that doesn't represent the franchise's values or whatever, you should be axed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's the weight of the job you hold. Mm-hmm. Why are you so worried about protecting this fucking multi-millionaire old white dude who doesn't give a shit about what he's... Why are you worried about protecting his job? And I can only, I can only, this is going on a t- completely different rant, but I can only assume it's because there's this quote from someone that I'm going to botch where it's like, the reason socialism never caught on in the United States is because everyone uh, thinks that they're just temporarily embarrassed millionaires. I've seen that. And I can't help but think that these people are defending Chris Harrison and being like, oh, my God, he, sh- he shouldn't lose his job because they hope that one day they'll be in the same position he is making millions of dollars cruising along, getting ever say whatever racist shit you want, excusing any racist shit you want. No, his job should be held to the highest standard because he is in one of the highest pay grades in the country. And if you have outrage over him losing his job, I want to see your outrage over, like I said, for just one example, that is a big example, of like black people not being able to wear their natural hair to a job or having or not or, you know, women not being able to wear like long nails. And you go, oh, well, that's that's just what the job requires. Yeah, what the job requires when you're representing a whole franchise is to not make an asshat out of yourself defending racist behavior. And that's what I have to say about that. I loved that rant so much. Okay. Anyway, that's all. It's bullshit. And you all sound like idiots defending him. You sound like fucking morons. I'm sorry. Go off. Because (sighs) I, when, okay, so, so to, to. Oh, and immediately posted that statement, women, fucking white women in the comments being like, um, you did nothing wrong. I, okay, so, so broads, if you don't know, he, so Chris Harrison posted that, like, like half-assed like not it's not half-assed some bullshit fake apology i'm sorry but it's a pr statement which to me is nothing a pr statement but then pr statement the the contestants started to post and they posted joint statements and then numerous people from bachelor nation started to come out and basically like refute and say no now i know a lot of people and i've seen this conversation getting you know thrown around like people felt pressured to say something okay cool Good, because you know what happened? You know what happened is the pressure was put on Mike Fleiss or whoever that Chris Harrison had to then put out a statement that said, I'm taking... I'm choosing. (laughs) I'm choosing. Yeah, sure. I'm sure that that looked like he wasn't kicking and screaming his way out. I'm choosing to remove myself for the rest of this time, um, uh, for the rest of this season, and I won't be on after the final rose. The job needs to, like, he needs to be fired. Like I said, he should be held to the utmost, highest standard. Correct. But point is, is because there was, people were being vocal, Mm -hmm. this happened. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's just an example. Yeah, the the people are being heard. Yep. Yep. But then, like you said, I then went into his comment section when he posted that, and it was just like the amount of... Karen. Racism, racism. Wow, 
racism and Karens and just defense, just honestly defensive bad behavior. And I put it on my stories and I'll say it again. Why do we teach our children that our actions and our words have consequences? You can't tell your teeth. There's just we teach our children every day that words and actions have weight and have consequences. And so, yeah, when you fuck up, you don't get grace and compassion in your job. Mm-hmm. You get fucking fired. That's what happens to normal people all the time. Mm-hmm. It's any it, cancel. Sometimes people deserve to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying he necessarily deserves to be like canceled. I don't know what I think about all that. I, I don't know. But like cancel culture. No, it's just consequence culture that we've <laughs> yes. always fucking had or we should have always had we and we haven't yes. because misogyny and sexual assault and racism have all let old wealthy white men keep their jobs for years and years and it's time for that to change and so call it cancel culture if you want i don't give a fuck as long as people are getting consequences that they deserve for their actions but that's the problem is that people think that these aren't the consequences that he deserves because they don't think he, what he did was wrong which goes back to their own deeply ingrained racist beliefs and you know and they say oh i'm not a racist but this is okay sorry one more small side no please go go i was having a conversation with someone and they were saying um shout out if you're listening to this love you um you know like i don't believe there's a racist bone in my body and i was thinking about it and i was like you know what that's not the goal the goal is not that we don't have a racist bone in our body because we've all grown up in a culture and a country that was founded on racism that has racism ingrained in our systems Mm -hmm. in our institutions in the subliminal messaging we've gotten on shows like the bachelor and in every other part of pop culture and media so the goal isn't to like pretend like we're not racist the goal is to dig deep and say where do these racist roots lie and be able to spot them and then be able to see them in our own behavior so that we can make changes because as long as you sit there with your hands over your eyes going i am not racist at all you're just going to continue to uphold a system that was founded upon that thing that you claim to not be a part of yep And you're going to keep going to Southern Antebellum Balls. And you're going to keep saying that it's all fun and games to attend one of those. And, you know, so on and so forth. (sighs) I'm done. I'm okay. I'm not actually done. I'm I'm actually done. No, thank you so much for those rants. They were some of my favorite rants. Thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) With peace and love, though, of course, guys, with peace and love. (laughs) But... With, with love and light. We have now found out. Okay. So we yeah, have now found on. out that Chris Harrison is removing himself for the rest of the season, which, by the way, I don't even know what the fuck that means because there's literally like one episode. Well, there, yeah, it's literally him with after the final rose. He already they already filmed women. What if, they, what if they like blurred his face? Oh, no. Rest of I was <laughs> waiting for that. This recap. I was just like, what if they blur that man out? <laughs> they just put a censored box over his face. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I would not miss him. I'm so over him. He's so... Ugh. Yep. Nope. 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 And so we will not have him on After the Final Rose, which leads the question, okay, yeah. who? Who, my friends? Jojo. Just kidding. I mean, whatever. seems not fine enough, but fine enough would be my what I would say. Um, you know, Ben Higgins, are you coming? Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you. Ben, I've been DMing with Ben, and he said he's 100% down to come on. For real? Yeah. Yes. He gave me his email so so we can set up the episode. He said he's super down. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I have so many questions for the son of Chris Harrison. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm so excited. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's so. Good. Anyway, okay. who will who will take his seat though? Well, Ben wouldn't surprise me. Um, I have a very strong feeling that Rachel will say absolutely not. Which fully, you think? I I feel like at this point she's she said on her um podcast um higher learning she said that she's going to be like removing herself from the franchise good for her yeah she's we'll miss you so much i know we're gonna miss you so much but like oh my god also we have to talk about real quick what you sent me which was a little clip of brian do you mean the th- what, her husband do you know what, you mean what like made my valentine's day it was actually extremely it cute. was like let's talk about love right now this is so beautiful brian was like defending her on mike johnson's podcast it's, it's Brian and Mike's podcast. Oh, what? actually, so, even know. so ah! yeah, yes, I know. When do we get to come on? <laughs> Hello, okay, Mike. Um, so Brian and uh, Mike have a podcast. It's but it's a Bachelor Nation podcast, just like Bachelor Happy Hour. So are we allowed on? <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. We're probably been banned from that too. Probably. But on this Bachelor Nation podcast, Brian is going off about Chris Harrison and. Like, Wait, so is Rachel going to keep doing Bachelor Happy, Happy Hour with it, which is Bachelor Nation? I don't know. Mm, Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. But Brian is was just going off, and he was like, "You know what sent me?" He's like, when he said, "Who the hell are you?" And he said, "Do you know who the hell that is? That's Rachel Motherfucking Lindsay." And I was just like, "Ah!" Like it was so. And then he kept going. And then he kept he going, like, and he was like, the "Best thing to ever happen in the franchise." <laughs> And it was so true too. And you just saw like the love, and like he was just oh so, dude. Can you imagine? I, I guess I missed that in the in the interview too of him saying who th- he was saying like who the hell are you to judge? Is that what he was saying? Yes, in the and he literally and he said her name. Who the hell are you, Rachel? Yeah. I mean, big bye, big bye. That's a. Ch- Anyways, I'm, that's a fantastic uh, pod. Just all this, also the one with Mike and Brian because Mike is uh, Mike is. Oh god, I love Mike so much. Love Brian so much. I want to get so to know good. Brian more because I didn't. You know, we didn't get to know him in the season because we were too focused on Peter Gap yes, and Kraus. Yes, we didn't get to know Brian, and honestly, via this podcast, gotten to know Brian a little bit, and I didn't expect anything but wonderful being considered. Like considering. The By the way, I say Peter Gaptooth Kraus. I meant to say Peter Sexy Gaptooth Kraus. Like I wasn't saying like that as a diss. By the way, no, he has the hottest mouth I've ever seen. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, so <laughs> I didn't see much of Brian's though. I want to know more about him. He's absolutely wonderful. Mm. And it's anyways. So I don't my initial thought. I was like, what if they got Mike and Brian to do like a duo or what if they do a duo for the after the final rose? Will they have Becca K come on? Becca K and Mike Johnson. That's Wouldn't fun. That. that would be fun. That's fun. Right. I like that. I'm just thinking the two Bachelor hmm. Nation podcasts, perhaps. Hmm. And me. Well, obviously, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> you know, we're waiting for this. That's actually a really fun combo. I like that idea. Mike and Becca, that's cool. I like the idea. It's because edgy. It's fun. O- because obviously we say, fire Chris, hashtag fire Chris Harrison, who is going to be the new host? And I would love a duo. A girl and a, a, yes. a, a, girl and a guy. Yes, I would love a duo. I would just love like a duo. Love is blind with <laughs> the duo like Nicholas and, and Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> Quarantine broads, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but wouldn't a duo be fun? That's a, that's a really good idea. Do you think they both have it in them to be hosts of the show? Becca K and Mike Johnson. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I'm not saying because I just don't. I've know. never seen them like. Well, no. I guess Becca K did. What like, about Colton? 
I don't know what it was. I don't know why for a second, like, I thought you were serious and my whole I sh- my whole body shuddered. Do you know who wants to be a host is Tasha? I forgot. I saw her post the other day that she'd like her Ooh, dream. They might have her fill in. They might have her. That actually seems, that seems super realistic to me. My nipples are hard. Oh! That seems super realistic to me, actually. Did you see Tasha and Zach's post during yes. Valentine's it Day? It actually, so I got a, um, I'm now doing like no social media Sundays. I got back on on Monday. <laughs> Theirs was the first photo that popped up on my Just feed. Like, I was like, triple tap. <laughs> I wish I could super like this. If I, I save it, you know, in a folder, Tasha and Zach. <laughs> You're the one running their Zaysha. fan accounts. <laughs> like five of them with all with different handles. Oh my God. What was I going to look at? Oh. You just reminded me of something. Hmm. Don't remember. Tasha, Bachelor Happy Hour, Mike Johnson. Oh, Colton. I was Colton. See where he is now. Jeez. Yeah, I think he's he? posting. He went dark and then he's now been, was posting again random, like, um, random animal photos you know it's on like, instagram correct no i'm scared that's scary like, no, that's scary on, that's like scary. on his that's insta scary. stories okay. he like he like took away all his posts and then his first few posts back were a couple animals and it's just like are you not gonna address what happened i don't you just like, i think he's unwell <sighs> anywho Clearly. um so that was okay a little bit of a chris harrison rant and i just want to say to like i i'll tell you this much b the Bachelor, the Bachelor podcast crews, those involved in Bachelor podcasts. I mean, like, okay, wait, when you said cruise, I thought you meant C R U I S E, and I'm like, why hasn't there been a Bachelor cruise yet? Money maker. That seems like a really good idea post COVID. That would actually. So anyway, be a I'm great sorry. Idea. It would be like maybe. What if they did Bachelor in Paradise on a cruise ship? Are we big enough yet to do <laughs> Chatty Broad's cruise? Don't tempt me. I've never been on a cruise before. I kind of hate them. What if we did it and I, I was like, we were able to figure that out, that we could make that happen. And I was radically seasick the whole the whole time and I would have no idea. It's a little weird. You are walking down like the hallway and all of a sudden it'll just very slightly tilt. Yeah. I don't A little bit that. like a fun house. Don't live for slightly, that. Slightly, but just so slightly. Like I was running on the treadmill one time. And just suddenly I started realized I was running off the treadmill to the side. When you said fun house, I felt like the whole room started like moving. <laughs> and I was like, mm, nope, no, thank you. Anyway, so. Anyways, the the Bachelor podcast, like all oh, the different yeah. Bachelor podcasts, I just have to say like there were so many different podcasts that were putting out like really amazing episodes covering um, having like the, uh, having these great conversations i say great you know but like it, powerful conversations about systemic racism like it, this this is the thing and i know like again i know people were talking about um boycotting the show which if you want to boycott it like like massive respect completely like that makes total sense to me but seeing all of a sudden all these bachelor podcasts of all things totally. bachelor having these conversations that are so necessary to be having was was really powerful to me so well just shout you know out to all those they podcasts. did they did a i mean in the podcast they have made sure to have like black representation in every one of their like host pairings. Oh, you're talking about the Bachelor podcast, like yes. the Bachelor Nation podcast. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I was talking about Bachelor Nation in particular and it's like see when you have representation that you too. have 
you like have conversation about people's experiences that too i'm talking about even just like all like all all the different podcasts that do bachelor nation content it's like all these podcasts and conversations were happening and people were signing the petition and here we are well all right anywho i am so um you know we're gonna we're gonna be recapping the rest of this uh the rest of this season but you know we're gonna be still having these uh conversations and keeping uh tabs on this whole fire chris harrison situation and we'll be regularly throwing that petition up let's get that petition to like 100k yeah i thought it was i signed it absolutely baby. i made like three more accounts to sign it with that no i didn't but i guess <laughs> i should you're just make like, fake accounts guys i'm encouraging forgery put in your mom's name your dad's name your family <laughs> to god just be like oh it's my birthday is coming send up you want to do something for chat. me <laughs> yeah hey guys just i know you don't this. watch this show but please just do just sign. Anyway. anyways um okay so before we dive into this into this recap of the latest episode of this show a quick, do you want to take pause? a quick pause? Yes, yes. I'm ready. So, Brads, you know what? Here's the thing. I love a cat. I do. Mm. Cats are kind of the energy I am looking to exude, especially in 2021. Like, so luxurious, so mysterious. But I will say owning a cat and knowing they are mysterious can be, I would assume, a bit frightening when it comes to illness. Yeah. They're, cats are the kind of animals where they'll just, like, you know crawl under something and you won't see them and well that's like apparently of all the domestic animals cats are the most notorious for being able to hide when they're sick yes i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah. so listen you don't want to have to wonder when it comes to your furry friend not feeling well right well pretty litter takes some of the mystery Mm. out of just how your cat is feeling this is really important actually i i do have two cats and i have to say the coolest thing i've seen in a long time is pretty litter this is really important too because well, I'll tell you. Pretty Litter actually changes color to help detect early signs of potential illness, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Grayson's old cat almost passed away from having mm. a urinary tract infection. Mm-hmm. So being able to just like see that that's happening like that, very important. It's a relief knowing that if there is an issue, I'm going to see it early enough to get them to the vet and I don't have to worry about how they're feeling um so they're also ultra absorbent crystals so pretty litter traps odor instantly and lasts up to a month i swear some of the grocery store litter brands don't mask smells at all like at all at all or you have to change it like you know twice a day Constantly. oh god with pretty litter you won't even know that you have a litter box unless you see it i can actually attest to that because sometimes i forget that you even have cats yep. which apparently the internet feels yeah. like that as well <laughs> because pretty litter it's all a sham yeah but 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 like there's never any little kitty prints around the house nope. and okay. pretty litter uh, is delivered right to your front door in a small super lightweight bag and shipping is always free um i don't even have to know even I have to know to have a cat how big and heavy tubs of litter can be. I used to help my stepmom do that sometimes. Oh my oh, god, hefty! No, seriously, getting your workout in. Not with pretty litter. Not with anyway. pretty litter. Your cat deserves the best. Your cat deserves the world's smartest kitty litter. Do what I did and make the switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code CHATTY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code CHATTY for 20% off. prettylitter.com, promo code CHATTY. 
All right, Brads. Well, this brand, this brand we have been screaming about from the rooftops oh my God, yeah. for literal years. Now, listen, it's because we both experienced its absolute amazingness and we just had to shout about I it. I miss okay? my bed just thinking about that. Brand. <laughs> I'm so sleepy all of a sudden. <laughs> and I bought it for my family for Christmas actually immediately afterwards because it was just too good and I became the best um, family member ever. Mm. Uh, and we are talking about Etitude, the best bedding in the entire world. Nothing has ever been more comfortable. It is a sleepy time miracle. Bless. That's correct. And their organic bamboo, which is the most resource efficient plant on the planet. And it's so soft, it feels like silk. It Gray really does. immediately was like, What are these sheets? As he's like naked he doing like angels. Like yeah. yeah. You know, like snow angels the on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down, I get the best night's sleep when I have attitude sheets on my bed and their um I have like their comforter sham or whatever it's called, and I love mm. it. Uh, like I said, they're soft as heck. It's my number one priority. They're also hypoallergenic, hypoallergenic, antibacterial, toxin-free, and temperature-regulating, which is great if you're a warm sleeper like me that wakes up in pools of sweat. Normally, not with attitude. 100%. That was a game changer for me. When I sleep in other materials, I wake up throughout the night feeling like I'm going to melt. Oh, and that, you have melted. Yeah. Yes, I, I literally am sleeping on top of. Yeah. Yes. And but that's never, ever happened with attitude. Attitude is so confident you'll get your best night's sleep. You can try any of their bedding for 30 nights. And if you're not completely satisfied, you can return it for a full refund. No questions asked. And right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash chatty broads enter code promo code chatty broads remember that's attitude as in eco attitude yes attitude head to attitude.com slash chatty broads and enter promo code chatty broads to get 20% off your first order that's attitude with an e attitude attitude baby so should we just hop right yeah. in because guess what i didn't realize becca guess what i didn't realize is that next week is hometowns apparently what no happening? the girls didn't know i'm telling you at the beginning of this episode when heather is there the girls are like there's still like two more weeks you know what though have they ever done this before this quickly just been like Whoop-t-. you know what though i get why they said two weeks there's two more rose ceremonies but they did two rose ceremonies in one episode actually that just clicked in my brain they did two rose ceremonies this episode. And and technically, the time between each rose ceremony is a week in Bachelor World. Got it. So that's got why it, the girls it. were saying it's two weeks until okay, hometowns. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. It's, and They're also, just like throwing them for a loop, by the way. By the way, when they were saying that they've been there, for, actually, at that point, they might have been there for six weeks. But just because they say that they're in week six, that doesn't mean they've been there for actual six weeks. Got it, got it. They just like, they're been hearing that number so they know it's like oh this is week six this is yeah week six okay yeah, yeah i had no i was just like huh they might have been there for six weeks for some reason you know because there were like eight people left plus or however many like 11 when it first started i was like we have numerous weeks left until hometowns like yeah. what is happening so here we are um and of course heather that is just showing up Right before hometowns, apparently, like the final week before hometowns. So Heather, um, she and I know we discussed this for a minute last week, but I just have to reinstate that Matt's reaction to Heather walking in. I just will never I will never get over it. I would die if I were her. He I didn't realize until rewatching it that he he looked like he was about to start crying. His eyes were filled with tears. And I don't know if it was because of the explosion of laughter that happened 
Or if he was crying because he's like, I'm so tired, no more peoples. <laughs> Please. Oh, my Lord. Well, what a rough, what a rough time. She shows up and, you know, everyone's freaking out, but she's just explaining to him that like Hannah Brown basically convinced her to to show up. Oh my God. It's so funny because every time they've talked about her and Hannah Brown, I just have this vision and I know it's how it actually is. And it's like when you're in junior high and you're like, yep. And yep. Hannah's being yep. like, oh my God, no girl, I know him. And I just know, like, he is your person. <laughs> like, and Heather's like, oh my God, like, should I do it? And, 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 and they've had a couple glasses of wine and Hannah's like, I'm texting the producers right now yeah, i'm texting no. i'm texting whoever right now like I'm texting rob like yeah, like no. one no one thousand percent they were sitting together drinking wine one night and be like oh my god you know what i'm just thinking of i never heather i never thought of this you and matt it would be perfect together no but also when we talked I about like face remember last episode when we talked about them facetiming and heather being like hi yeah, matt 100%. <laughs> is there an earthquake happening right now or am i losing it no okay sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I shot. I I like moved this. No, whenever Jess, whenever you move your side of the couch, I've said that multiple times. I go, I think it's an earthquake, and it's because you it's because you shift, and then the couch moves, and then you're like, and then it throws us back to the time when we were actually sitting in here during an earthquake. We have PTSD. I mean, honestly, I really do, and I am waiting for the big one. You know, I am. (laughs) So I'm just every time. Okay, can I tell you something? (laughs) Taylor, my friend, who you know, broads, you don't know her. Love her. We used to go to her church when we were like in junior high and um, her pastor talked about something that he called the mercy shake and that it was going to be like this big earthquake in California that he is like, it was like about God's wrath, but also God's mercy. And so to this day, we're still like the mercy, the mercy shake, like it's coming. Well, let me, let me tell you, it is coming. I mean, obviously. And I keep thinking it's happening because of myself shaking this couch. Yeah, because it like shifts in your peripheral vision. Yes, like it's, yes. it's a little sus. Okay, so anyway. Yeah. Um, Pardon me, bro. Yeah, then um, FaceTiming. Yeah, no, it's, it's well, and then and then Matt was kind of laughing too in the conversation because he was like, I know I've never like met you before, but like it, oh. you're like, yeah, they definitely FaceTimed. And she says in it, she's like, and I realized, you know, that maybe we would be right together and you just seemed so wonderful that I booked a red eye and I showed up here. And I heard someone else interviewed at some point over the week. I forget because just so much happened. But they're really holding to the fact that Heather just showed up, showed up. And like, obviously, she was in contact with the producers, but that it was definitely like Dude, a, maybe they the, the producers legit were like, you got to pay your own ticket. You got to rent your own car yeah, if you want to come. Can you imagine? I believe it. Honestly, I believe it. I really, really do. I believe that they told her, like, Heather, don't come. They're like, fine. All right, whatever. We'll add some drama to the season. Sure. Yeah. If they really did tell her not to come and they made her pay for her hotel and pay for that minivan, can you imagine how devastating him telling her to leave was? Girl. You look like a fool. What were you expecting? I mean, you are you are here late, and I just keep having visions of like the FaceTime and like her being also like, okay, it's time for just me and Matt to talk, and like them being both kind of buzzed like yeah. in different time zones, and yes. him being like, hey Heather, like just her, <laughs> and she's like, what'd you do today, babe? Like that kind of thing, and he's just going along with it. And he's oh. like, it's Heather, whatever. Oh gosh, 
I like I keep envisioning that. Like, I don't I will say that I do not believe that they have never spoken when I say face to face, I mean FaceTime to FaceTime. Like I I oh, don't 100%. believe that hundred percent. They they hundred percent. There's no way. You could tell by the energy. Like more than once. Yes. Like this is an ongoing almost joke. Yes. This wasn't a first time. Where Heather calls him her husband. You know, like you do in junior high. You're like, oh my god, Matt yes. made me my husband. Yes. Yes. <sighs> And obviously, she was really upset when she came back because we got Dylan Barber's reaction that apparently was based around the fact that he said that, like, production messed with Heather. So you wonder... Oh God, shut up, Dylan. I know, I know, Dylan. But you wonder if, like, maybe they said no, but then, you know, they were doing the typical, like, you know, he's probably gonna be really excited to see you. In fact, like, maybe he mentioned your name, perhaps, sure. blah, blah, blah. And then she's getting more and more psyched and doing her pizza dances No, they're, her they're, they do even vaguer stuff. It would be like, anything could happen. Like, you never know. With a twinkle in their eye. <laughs> well, anything did not happen because... <sighs> My God, do you know what did happen? Becca. Heather was bullied out of house and home. Okay, I, I'll tell, I'll tell you this. I felt very, I felt disappointed. I do you know I don't use the word bully. You know I'm the I first know. to be like, they, she wasn't bullied. Yeah, they just threw all her bags out of the window, but that wasn't bully. <laughs> like I, I'm the first one to be like, that's not bullying, and I be was, a bitch about it. I she was, was bullied. I was really, I was really bummed out because like it is a group full of now mostly like women that I really like, and I felt like it was so inappropriate the way that she was spoken it was to. It was, it was, it was like okay, so. I understand. I understand. At this point, they've literally dealt with crazy drama yeah. every few seconds. Not Heather's fault. It's a nightmare, and I get being on edge for sure. Bro, and just they being made like, her cry. But but and I would have cried too if I was Heather. Me too. I would have cried too. I would have cried too. There was just like even if you were you're so like over it and you're just like I was I, who I was really shocked by was Jasenia. I was like. Now, I, again, granted, I understand that oh, she that's just... that's like group mentality, man. Yeah, it's like I get that she just dealt with MJ, and so she's just probably so fried. And then all of a sudden now Serena C was like coming for Katie and like doing that. And everyone's exhausted. But considering <laughs> oh how God. like <laughs> how Jasenia had responded to MJ previously, yeah. she was probably just like, I just got MJ out of the house. Who are you? Who is this new blonde girl? Because MJ just got sent out. But it, was, I mean, it wasn't cool. Dude, when they they all knew what season she was on. It was like, what season are you on? And that kind of shit was just so crazy, like passive aggressive and just straight up aggressive. Yeah, I, it just it wasn't. They were not- just being, they were just coming for her. Yeah. She literally walked in the room, didn't even have a chance to sit down. And they were all sitting there just being like. What did Serena so say? You're the stupidest looking person <laughs> I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like that they was the were- kind of- it was the energy was like that. The energy was like that. Lord. Um, but oh, what did just yeah, Justinia said, oh, th- okay. So the comment, the comment that really like really bothered me yeah. was when they brought up the fact that she was from Colton season. Jessenia made some comment that was like, oh, so you messed that one up, so now you want to try this one. And it was like, that's really mean. What? Like <laughs> Like, especially, especially like Heather, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a Heather fan. Do not get me wrong. Yeah, what, but what, Heather's you, not. What, we're acting like we're stands or something here. I mean, obviously we're not, but. But Heather, Heather's just, 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 uh, 
just that's that's not nice. I mean, say. come on. It's like, yeah, she may be annoying. It might be annoying that she's showing up, whatever. But she didn't deserve any of that. Like, no, like they and were I, talking to her. I think there needs to be an understanding if you're coming in and you're Heather, like girlfriend, you better expect and believe that these women are going to not be your friend. Yeah, like, you're not going to get the most warm welcome. No, they're sure. they're they're going. But to I be, also think there was no way she could be. Sorry, continue. No, no, no I was I just no. I was, I was, I was fully in an agreement. Like I would expect if I was Heather, I'm walking in. No one's gonna be my friend. Everyone's yeah. gonna be cold. And honestly, don't blame them because I would be the exact sure. same way. Sure. And you'd think that going in. But if I was Heather, I would have been so shocked at the response, which she seemed so just like holy thrown back shit. Because she, oh god, I just put ice in my mouth. I'm so sorry, broads. Hold on. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's just so many one, <laughs> one stars. Everyone's just like, my ears. Stop. <laughs> um, she's been on the season be- on a season before and has gone far. So I'm sure she expected that there would be some of pushback. Course, of course. I think she had no. You no. know what? On her season, though, there was not. We, we've talked about this recently. There wasn't actually. a lot of drama. There was like. Yeah, Demi. Well, there was like some drama with her and the age thing with what's her. I but mean, it, was it was more nothing. like fun and like whatever. And now her and Tracy, Demi and Tracy are literal best friends, which cracks me up. Oh, that's by the so way. funny. It's so funny. There was also like, you know, the Kaylin and Hannah drama, but there was no real no. craziness. No. And so I think she was just not prepared. No, no, she was not Poor ready. Thing. It was like if they would have dropped her in Peter's <sighs> season. Worse. Was so much worse. So much worse. I, ha- oh, I, I don't know. I, I seen firmly like let this. me tell you, I firmly believe that if the women of Peter season were put in one hotel for six weeks, they would have caught the place on fire. <laughs> like, let's be real. P- the women from Peter season were traveling. They've been in the COVID times are stuck in having to quarantine, can't get out like no movement. The, P- the women of Peter season would have burned <laughs> Nima Cole into the ground. <laughs> They would have sacrificed Chris Harrison. (laughs) They would have like all, they would have all eaten that. (laughs) Like they would have probably sacrificed him and then been like, divide him up amongst us. Like if we shall all consume him, and they they would have done some crazy (laughs) ritualistic sacrifice. And they would have put like, (laughs) it would have been crazy. Yes. So that's that. Um, (sighs) But it was it was hard. I, I I really I did really really feel for her. And then Serena C tells her to like talk about it in an ITM, like talk about oh. it in an interview, or go cry about it in an interview. Because I don't want to hear about it right now. And Heather's just like, okay, I will. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I was like, all right, a producer. Is it to the right? Is it to the left? Okay. Oh my god. Wildness. Absolute. Wildness. Obviously. Well, <laughs> then, by the way, Chris Harrison does show up at one point, and Beck and I kept looking at each other, and we're like, "Does he know what's coming?" Because he looks very sad in this he episode. Looks tired. He, he looks worn. Yes, I kept getting this very much like ghost of Christmas yet to come energy. Like he could feel like the Grim Reaper behind him, just like he knew what was coming. Yeah. So I mean, Matt. Ha- Matt talks to her. We already saw most of that last episode. Matt then talks to Chris. The thing that threw me off is that they were trying to make it like in his conversation with Chris seemed like he was actually considering keeping her. Oh, and I I mean, let's be real. Like, that Matt, wasn't happening. Um, we all knew that Matt's Matt knows better than that. Like he's I, I, that would have really shocked me you if he would have made that call. That he was not interested he was not in, in pursuing a relationship. No, with her. no. 
And uh, he he shuts that down. <laughs> and she dry, gets right back in that minivan. And he said at one point, oh, he God. said he was just like, and she just, she rented that freaking minivan to come see me. He said, he literally said, she rented, she rented that minivan to come see me. you think they cut me. that out when they were talking of her being like, I paid for my flight. I rented the minivan. Like I, I think she alluded here. to it. And then he said that. Cringe, and he's bro. just kind of like, she rented that minivan? Embarrassing. Have you seen the car I've been driving? <laughs> if you're going to show up, <laughs> show up in whatever G-Wagon or whatever Matt's in. That is so sad. He's like, I know. It all he's just like, made me he's feel He's taking so after Kit. He's all ride chair vibes. <laughs> yeah, he just becomes Kit. And he's just like, where's your golden Bentley? Where's your Porsche? Um, but yeah. And you know me still holding out on my conspiracy theory. I'm like... Because all the girls are like, or he goes and talks to the women. I don't want to hit all this point for point, but this was funny to me. He goes and talks to this the women. He's like, oh, like, I promise this won't ever happen again. And one of the girls is like, can we get that in writing or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this Sarah's I want to believe. Listen, I spoke on it with such conviction. Honest to God, God I, re- I refuse that I, we will forever believe. And she did come back and what they if cut she it comes out. back as the host? What if like, she did come back and they cut it out? That's entirely possible. I'm sorry. There's a lot that's been cut out of the season. There was like scenes where Jojo, I believe, showed up. Tasha showed up. They cut all that shit out. And in fact, when we go to talk about the group date later, they just had a night portion of a group date. I'm assuming there was a day portion that we didn't see that they cut out. They're cutting out like crazy. So maybe Sarah did come back. Even though I would assume they did, she I mean, would have showed that. But I'm going to choose to believe that she did and that it was a whole thing. And we were right. Still, well, I'm still holding out hope. Um, <laughs> Just the final two. I was in the bath. <laughs> he proposes to her. It's possible that she comes in the final two and she shows know. up and she's like, I just would never forgive myself if I didn't blah, 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 bullshit. Um, and then, well, royal ceremony. Yeah, which also I do want to say, I thought that it was very lovely when Matt came back. He did uh, that. He right away says he's like, you all are the ones giving me energy. And he apologized for taking up yeah. the time. And then he then specifically apologized to Piper. Yeah. And was like, so sorry, let's go talk and made good on when he said, I'm going to I'm going to come see you afterwards. Love and that. we appreciate that about Matt. I don't know why everyone gives him so much shit. I like him. I know I can't help but like him. I mean, I know there's like, OK, like there's some valid reasons why people give him yeah. shit. But otherwise people are like, he's falling in love with everyone. Like whatever. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's putting his heart into it and being vulnerable. <laughs> no holds barred. What do you guys want from him? All of my, any of my issues with Matt have nothing to do with that he's falling in love with a hundred people. And then um, he's going to pick Rachel, the southern, don't say the that. southern plantation belle of the ball. Don't say that. No, he's picking her. Don't 100%. say that. Oh. Can't even go there. By the way, I have no like reality Steve intel or anything. I just believe that wholeheartedly. I don't know. Yeah, we'll get what do you, into that at some think? other point. I, I mean, I do feel like him and Michelle like have crazy chemistry. I feel that, but I still think he's gonna Stop. choose Rachel. I just don't even know like if that ends up happening, and it's even she's just in the top two. Like, just I don't know. I just don't want to be recapping it. Anyways, I know. Anyways, so <gasps> rose ceremony. Yep, Matt. Uh, Axe is Serena and Chelsea. 
God, I miss Chelsea already. I know. Didn't see and, much of her, though. And we were really kind of starting to get to know her. That was the whole thing. Serena, I could do without. I did feel um, good for Katie for the moment to know that, like, at least, you know, Serena <laughs> then left and there was justice because she then got sent home. Uh, but yeah, we're left uh, with the remaining ladies. He gave Rose Brie, Rachel, Serena P, Kit, and Abigail. Um, Let's talk about Serena P's one on one. Oh my God. Okay. Like, everybody, what in the world? The date card comes and Abigail and uh, Jasenia haven't gotten one on ones, and Serena P gets another one. Has that ever happened before? Dude, on Ari's season, Lauren Lion Dyke, oh wait, at that time, Lauren Burnham got back to back one on one dates. We're recapping it right now on Gray and I's Patreon. She got a date in Paris and she got a date. Wait, no. She got a date in Paris and then she got a date in Italy the very next week. And Kendall was actually the first contestant in history to go to hometowns having never had a one-on-one. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, um, oh my God, there's actually like a crazy moment. I'm sorry, I got to talk about it for a second. There's a crazy moment we just recapped on like, oh my God, dude, there's a crazy moment. I don't remember when I first watched the season where in Florida, Ari's talking to Kendall and Ari's all, you know, like twirling her hair and being like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And Kendall's literally like, I've never had a relationship last more than eight months. I don't know if I'm actually ready for marriage. Like, I've never really had a serious long-term relationship before. And Ari's like, uh-huh, like, I love that. And, like, makes out with her. He doesn't actually say I love that. And then immediately cuts to a scene with me and him where he's like, I'm just worried that you're not ready for marriage. Hmm. He was interested in some sweets yep yep called the fantasy sweets (laughs) yes the overnight as they're calling it now apparently oh the overnight dates yeah okay that's what they're referring to now overnight overnight it's okay it's just just, we all know what you're talking about the sex week (laughs) the sex week the boom boom room (laughs) (laughs) God. Anyways. The whoopee. <laughs> the, ple- <laughs> the pleasure palace. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to go along with the whoopee. The whoopee. I don't know. <laughs> we made whoopee. You know? Nice Can you imagine people. a contestant <laughs> coming out afterwards in ITMs the next day and be like, I had such a great time with Matt. We made whoopee. <laughs> I would boycott the show. That would get me there. You're um, like, none of this other <laughs> stuff is getting me there, but no, someone says that. Whoopee? <laughs> um, well. The whoopee bungalows. Okay. So, um... So anyway, obviously so yeah, everyone, so, he, so it's a move to give Serena. I mean, and obviously, like, there's no way that he's making this choice, right? This is producers. Yeah, he's there. I mean, he wouldn't. 
that seems pretty like let's that seems pretty blatant to be like, hey, I know two of you haven't gotten it, and I'm gonna really piss you off by giving Serena P another date. But clearly, he didn't want to give it to Abigail. I know. And then he did give the other one to you, Sunny, to Jessenia. And he really didn't clearly wanted to give it to Jessenia either. So his only choice were women that he'd already gone on one on ones with. So is Serena his favorite? I don't know. Well. I would freak. I would freak out if I was one of the other girls. I would be so angry. That that would be what would send me over the edge. I'd be like, I can deal with all this drama, but like at this point now, you're gonna give the one on one to someone else who's already had it. It would send me over the edge. When that happened with Lauren, I was like, I don't remember. I, I me being the conspiracy theorist, I just had all these theories. I was like, this is part of the plan. <laughs> like he's going to send her home. This is mind fuckery to try to get us tricked. Like I was like, you had, you had like all yeah, the, the strings pins, attached to whatever, yeah. and you're like, don't worry, lady. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> that was me. That was me. Crystal, I remember one time in Paris, she was like, I just noticed, like, you know, he's really into Lauren, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. It shan't be true. <laughs> Picks her in the end. Is married to her. Has children with her. Yeah, no, I was like, nope, 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 nope. Oh. Anyway, okay, so back one on one. Well, she okay. gets. Oh my god, dude. Contract, which, yeah. which, by another the way, non-consensual physical encounter. Dude, and I'm sorry, you know, production knew this because it's always what what someone is not Their comfortable biggest with. Fear. It's the typical. It's like it's like with Fear Factor, where you choose the people like that are the most scared of spiders, yeah, and they fucking like, like the, the person who's not into yeah physical. It's like, displays are you joking? So you're gonna have another uh, the, the, force the, her the, to touch him in front of people the per usual tantric date that yeah, they always every, throw every in time. which i mean i will say at first when this was happening you and i were like ooing and awing yeah because they looked like stock photo images on like shutterstock for it tantric was, yoga couple it was professional they looked amazing yogaing like they both are like so so flexible so flexible so strong i just couldn't <laughs> even believe it i was I just couldn't. like this i have never seen this before like in person i've seen people do yoga like together and it has never looked this good like mm-hmm. everyone's also always someone's always floundering a little bit aka when i try to do with evan for two seconds in our house oh and my I just god fall no that just, shit like, is just you know, one big liability and yeah. a sprained ankle waiting to happen but they were just you know it, it was looking like it was going they fooled me and then she was in the itm like yeah basically this is my worst date ever and i'm extremely uncomfortable with it and it was just like are you kidding me like you put her in this situation, you know that she's getting interviewed before, like, and I, I, you know, obviously it was, it was like for her sake, I wish that she would have been able to say before, like, I'm totally. not going to, but I will say like, or even just being able to whisper to Matt, like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah. Cause I'm sure he would have shut it down, but I yeah. understand. Oh, I, I, yeah. Being no. in that position 100%. But I have to say like. I feel like, yeah, like I said, I wish for her sake that it, she would have been able to yeah. do that before. But I have to say, Serena P was an incredible picture and example of someone then communicating that they are not okay with something. Yeah. She immediately, she immediately said to to Matt, like, that was my first and last time. Like, yeah. I'm not into this. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. She literally cheers to not doing it again. Yeah. Um. At one point, Matt, I was like, what are you what are you doing again? Like when he was just like, well, I liked this part. And I was like, just don't just let it just 
I know you're trying to. Well, she was like, oh, you didn't feel. She was like, oh, you liked it. And he was like, yeah, like. Yeah. I was just more like, don't try. He's like trying to get. And I get he was trying to say like looking into your eyes. But I was like, she just said she wasn't. I see what you're doing. I could obviously he was he was trying to make it clear to her that he felt connected to felt her connected. Like, yeah. But um, when he did that, I was a little bit like, no, just don't, just whatever, don't do that. Yeah, she was like, she was. No, she was like, like, are you going to yeah. do it again? Yeah, and he was like, oh no, we don't have to do it again. He was like, don't, Matt. She just said, don't. Okay. Um, which he did communicate later that yeah he was like, I really appreciate you. Uh, communicating and I don't want to ever make you feel uncomfortable and, and, and all that but I really like her a lot I I was just about to say that I really like her too I have this feeling and I feel like we still don't know everyone that well yet but I have this feeling like she's probably the best for Matt totally see you know what I mean like I don't know if they're like you the most think- into each other but I feel like maybe she's like would be like who do you think he's the best for her though? I don't know. I don't. Who do you think they're like the best for each other? I think him and Michelle. Yeah, him and Michelle are so cute together. So you're like whispering. They're so cute. They're together. so cute. And I'm, I'm sorry. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, breathy, weird. But uh, when I saw that, when we saw that clip of Michelle at the end of the episode, and she's so funny, I need her to be my friend now. I'm like, I'm, I'm forcing her to be with you. <laughs> you're hilarious she's literally in front of the camera being like and she's the one without the instagram presence i know we love her we stand a queen i know i know she she actually posted today for like the first time ever and she was posting being like going back to school some of us aren't vaccinated wearing i mean she is i we're just like dude michelle yeah, I really like her. And I liked her even more when I saw her, more of her personality. I, I got to admit, I was like, eh, whatever about her before. But uh saw more of her personality. I want to see more. Well, um, so I'm trying to think. Serena P, yes. Yeah, he applauded her honesty. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. It was very sweet. Um, I'm glad that he didn't push it farther. Yeah, she gets Um Nice work, producers, putting her in that situation. <laughs> um, well, back at the house, we find out that there's going to be a group date, um, and Justenia is going to have the one-on-one. And yeah. also, we see that Abigail is struggling uh, because she got, and I keep forgetting that she got the first impression rose. And it's no. like I can't imagine being in the situation where I get the first impression rose, and you're like, I've got that locked in, and then that's all you have to hang on f- like to for the next six weeks or however yeah, that's long it is actually torture that's torturous like you're thinking you're watching everyone else get the connections but you have this hope in your heart where you're like well i got the first impression rose and a group date rose and a group date rose i feel bad for her for sure oh for sure for the, sure the abigail ending was rough that was heartbreaking and you knew that it was coming you kept saying that it's gonna happen it's gonna be heartbreaking and yeah. it was i thought she was gonna get farther i did i was very wrong very wrong yeah. um um, well, we skipped ahead to that. Yeah. <laughs> but the group date where there was no group date. Um, we see some clips. Oh, no, the nighttime with Serena. That was the only other thing. Oh, yeah. I thought that's what we were talking about when we were talking about him applauding her honesty. Oh, yeah. So, no, sorry. Basically, that's how it ends. But then they have dual skating. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really it. It was just a sweet conversation. You could tell that they like each other. They ice skate together, which was actually one of my favorite after dinner mm-hmm. moments with their fake snow flurries. They were really, really making us fall in love with the two of them together. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get into the group date, that oh, wasn't yeah. a group date. Should we Yay, take a quick pause? Yeah, we should. 
Um, so broads, I know a lot of people uh, had a cooking or baking phase of quarantine. And while I didn't go that far, I did have a cooking TV show phase of quarantine. <laughs> Love that. Phase. Top chef, chef's table, great British bake off. Bake off. I loved all of them. Um, and one thing I learned from watching these shows is that a great knife is 50% of being a great cook. Okay. Give or take something like that. It's real important. Um, all of this inspired me, of course, to really step up my knife game. Also, Evan had been begging for new knives because he's the one who cooks and he's actually a very good cook. And so, you know, I was very excited when I discovered the best kitchen tool, the Misen Chef's Knife. Oh, my God. I have this knife. And when I tell you, when I tell you it's the greatest thing I've got for my kitchen, I mean it, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean it. Literally, this is the one knife that replaces an entire set of knives. I love this thing. I love efficiency. I love the minimalism. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's got a sloped handle. Um, I've never really seen that on a knife before, because it, but it makes chopping a lot more efficient and a lot more safe. Um, thank God, because I got too many close calls with knives when I'm trying to chop something real quick. You know, I think that I am on Top Chef speedy. for <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Boom, boom, boom. Honestly, when you have a tool that actually works, it makes cooking so much more fun and enjoyable. So I actually look forward to trying new dishes now that I have my mise en knife. Mm-hmm. I love it. If you're thinking what I thought, which is, yeah, okay, but knives are so expensive, stop right there. The mise is two to three times less expensive than other premium knives, and the quality is just as great. I'm a firm believer in looking to the reviews if you really want to know how a product works. And I would say that the mm, 5,000 five-star reviews it has online are proof enough that the mise really is the best knife on on the market. Step up your cooking game now. Chop, chop, chop. Head over to Misen.com slash chatty for 20% off your first order. Misen.com slash chatty. That is print, that is spelled M-I-S-E-N dot com slash chatty. Misen. Mm-hmm. M-I-S-E-N dot com slash chatty. Get your new knife. Get your new knife. Broads, I believe uh, there's two things that are always worth investing in. One is yourself and the second is your living space. I slowly graduated from my parents' house to my first apartment then on my own, to the home with my family. And trust me when I say there really is no better feeling than being proud of where you live, okay? But contrary to what I used to believe, having a nice living space doesn't mean you have to spend tons of money, Mm -hmm. at least not when you shop with Article. You're right, because Article is your one-stop shop to make your interior design dreams a reality. They combine the curation of your favorite boutique furniture store with the ease and simplicity of shopping online. And like Jess said, the price is right when you shop at Article because they cut out the middleman and the costs of showrooms. So you can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Plus, you're going to get free shipping on orders over $999. You're going to get a super simple 30-day return policy and all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. That's really quick. It's so fast for furniture. And I kid you not, the pieces I have from Article are some of my favorites in the whole house. And if interior design isn't your strong suit, even more reason to give Article a shot, okay? Their team of designers focus on only a handful of curated um, design aesthetics, meaning it's so easy to find styles and pieces that really work together for any space in your house. You can go on, on their website and like you put anything together and it looks good together, mm-hmm. which I struggle with. So I'm very grateful. Mm. That's with, a good for point. With this. Mix and match everything. Yeah. Color, even the colors too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all complimentary. Um, articles offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 
All right. Well, then it was like you said, the group date that didn't really have the group date portion. It just went straight to the dinner to the yeah, I mean, cocktail dumb. times. Um, and OK, Lord. So Brie and Matt have a conversation. I think that was one of the most important conversations where Brie is like opening up. She's crying talking about the fact that she had to resign from her job mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. She's bringing up her uh coming from a single mother and the importance of like having that wanting to a job wanting to provide Mm -hmm. and that this job was like her dream and she had to resign from it okay and matt doesn't give her the group date rose (laughs) rachel do you see fire in my eyeballs because that was like one of you know i've i've been enjoying matt but that was one of the ones where i was like dude just come on like yo but it's one of those things like if you're not feeling it as much with someone else like what you're gonna give someone a rose just because they lost they they <sighs> lost their job i know but he ended up giving it's it about to the show. anyways i know but you know? i don't know he had to follow his heart okay he had to follow his heart oh lord so and his heart is leading him to rachel our favorite southern bit are you doing this the rest of the season i'm sorry i'm okay. going to pass um, away so um yeah i know but I mean, for real, like you can't just give someone like a pity rose. I know it was just unbelievable. Like what? You're just going to reward someone like you sacrificed so much. So no, you know, true, true. Like that's not what the show's about. And no, it is about following your heart. Apparently his heart is leading him to Rachel. Um, Listen to your heart. And it's calling for you. Listen to your heart. Hey, remember when Bachelor ABC did a show called Listen to Your Heart and they never sang that song? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> that was embarrassing. I created that memory. The, the Mandela effect. That's what they call it. The Mandela effect. Um, um, That's what it is, the Mandela effect. Jesus, yes. Uh, okay, so then there's the conversation. With- Everyone, by the way, is emotionally dumping right now. They're like, I can we please get to hometowns? <laughs> everyone is everyone is emotionally dumping. Everyone is so tired. At I know. The exhaustion level in the eyes. I would say the... <laughs> By far, Piper looks like she is like, and Piper was one of the ones who was just like killing it through the yeah, whole yeah. process. And she just the whole time seemed like she was Even doing okay. Even keel, positive attitude. Yep, yep, yep. And then had this great date with Matt. And that she's broken. Was, that sent her over the edge. It was like she had this incredible date with Matt. She was really liking him. And then it was like, I can't handle this anymore. Like now I'm actually yeah. invested and all this excess drama is sending me over the edge. They were so done. And then there was sweet Abigail with Matt. Yeah, and you guys, we saw the light go out in his eyes. He was like, he was he was absolutely. He didn't physically move away from her, but you saw his eyes just. He was walking slowly out of the room. No, he was absolutely done. Yeah, and she, you know, what was what I write what right away I wrote down is that she knew it too, which is something about Abigail that made it it made it harder for me to watch because it's like. Abigail, you can tell, is really perceptive. Yeah. And she was like, the second she was talking to him, it seemed to me like she was trying to communicate with him how she felt so that he knew, but she also knew that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, she was basically just like, I mean, she said as much. She was like, I'd I'd rather you just send me home now than at the rose ceremony. Can I just go home? And he was like, pack up ye bags. I mean, it was like, he literally said, he's like, I was instantly drawn to you. And because I felt so comfortable, I started to explore other relationships. And I was like, if someone would have said that to me, I would have been like, 
what am I, just a cozy pillow that I'm just nice and comfy so you felt real safe? Never feel safe with me. (laughs) (sighs) It was just, it was hard. It was hard. She's so sweet. I I mean, I don't know who they're going to have be the next Bachelorette, but... I we we were thinking initially that it might be Abigail, but we really didn't get to know her at all. So yeah. unless she has a well, no, the, the Bachelorette's coming up, so it's got to be. I just didn't see Bachelorette vibes with her. Like they also didn't like let us really get to know her at all. We didn't even get a one-on-one date with her. Oh my god! But are we gonna get another um, Bachelorette of color? Because they're sure as hell not gonna cast Rachel. That's for sure. I sure hope so. There's That's a lot dope. of really great options. Brie, Michelle, and who else? Um, Serena. Who do you think has the most Bachelorette vibes out of all three of them? I mean, obviously, after seeing, for me, that clip of Michelle, right? That's I'm what like, I was thinking too. so fun. Like, give us a season with a super fun Bachelorette. Um... You know, I feel like I feel like Brie is probably the, what they're who they're gonna pick though. Maybe I mean I'm super down with that too. Me too. But I will say like, you know, it was Serena's too like reserved. Yeah, t- you know what, Tasha. We didn't see the like super fun side of Tasha on Colton season. They didn't like ex- like expose that via production. But then we saw it on Bachelor in Paradise, and mm-hmm. we saw what like how the playfulness made her like in my opinion one of the best bachelorettes ever yeah right and i'm like i could just see michelle kind of being like that like maybe they are not showing us like this side of michelle and then michelle has this potential to be like literally the best one of the best bachelorettes because she's so fun because i feel like you need you need a really like fun like silly person to deal with that amount of stress to like help put people at ease i feel like i could see michelle being super great at that yeah, I think so too. I think I'd, I think I'd really like Michelle as Bachelorette. Michelle for Bachelorette. I'm kind of down. Unless you know Matt and her are together. Kind of down. <sighs> I mean, Katie's still a fun idea. Yeah, I love Katie. I know that that was obviously that was like the the rumor, and it was shut down. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. No. Like they just haven't chosen. They the Bachelorette literally yet. announced. They literally tell the person like the night before they announce yeah. them. So so it might be. I'm very down with Katie as well. Oh, it's fun. Um. Okay. So yeah. Bye, Abigail. We'll miss you. We'll see you on yeah, Paradise. Um. So. Um. And then he. Uh, yeah. He. <laughs> Has a conversation for a hot minute with with Rachel, who's just talking about meeting her family and oh my god! Um, and then he has a conversation with Kit, and yeah. we see Kit talk about her life trajectory and how he needs to know that here this is her list of goals, and she lays out her list of goals. And this is another moment. This episode with Kit is another moment where I'm like, I know we talked mad shit. But I kind of stand. Kind of do. Like, I just heard just being like, yeah, this is basically the vision board for my life. Although, and either you're my cheerleader or you're not, Matt. <laughs> although it was just kind of funny. No, I actually am like fine with her now. We don't have beef anymore. <laughs> her and I, in case she was beef. wondering. Um, no, although I did think it was funny how she was like, you know, she's talking about all these goals she has and how she wants to travel and explore. And so I was planning, like, on her being like, I want to have kids, you know, when I'm 30. And she's like, you know, I want to wait till like, 25 to have kids. And I'm like... Well, she's <laughs> only 21. I know. It's just still... Yeah, no, I guess funny, it's still though, but funny it was like, to me. I'm just like, oh, wow. She was like, I'm different from everyone else. Like, I'm not quite ready to get married and have kids yet. It'll be in about three years. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
exactly. That's what I thought was like funny to me. It's just like, <sighs> oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, he, she like she really lays it out for him, and um, Matt does not grant her what she was expecting, which is the group date rose. <laughs> In fact, I think everyone was expecting the group date rose because like you said, everyone was just like, I'm putting it all out there. Do you think she wouldn't have gone home if she got the group date rose? I think she wouldn't have gone home. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Um, But Rachel gets the group date rose, the person who probably, you know, put the least out there because clearly Matt is hot for her. Um, And then they find out that they get like the rest of the evening together. And him and Rachel are going to have this private one-on-one. And they have... A one-on-one slow dancing moment with Aloe Black singing, who I think this has to be the Le- most famous <laughs> artist that they've had on the show, right? Maybe like maybe not like that country guy. I guess I don't know country music well, so I couldn't I yeah. couldn't tell you. I feel like one of the them country people. Yeah, one of them the country guys. Well, Aloe Black, I mean, that was huge. Yeah. And they're you know the the piano is like the piano playing. He's just how they get him to come on the show? Probably quarantine times, no touring. Probably the best time for the Bachelor to get any artists because all of them are just hanging out. And I can tell wow. you this because Evan's job. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's touring, so everyone's just like, like "Do like you want me to perform?" Yeah, tonight on we have show? Kings of Leon. No, like, for real. <laughs> it's just like you want to fly out here. It's like, yeah, sure. You could gonna pay me a lot, or even it's just like you want us to zoom us in. Yes, no, okay. Uh, we'll do whatever. Honestly, at this point, we've been in our homes for months, and there is so nothing funny. going on. Yeah, that was a legit date, though. Yeah, that was, and then and then the the way that they cut it up, though, by the way, where it's like this song is so emotional, and then they're and then like the dancing. Grass, it worked. It and, worked. And the girls are just like grieving. Crying. You're just like, oh my yep. god, this is so hard to watch. Yep. It was painful. It was so painful. Okay, then, after that night. After yes. that evening portion of the date. After the evening Matt portion. Matt gets a little visitor to his roomie. Kit is not having it. Kit is in her furs. She is just like, I miss my penthouse. I am ready to go home. Like, I don't think that this is going to work because I did not get the group date rose. Tell you what, I know, I know he said, like, I want you here. I know he said that. I think her ass was getting sent home had she not. Yeah, I think Had you're, she stuck it out. I think you're probably right. And I right. think she knew that. And I think she was saying, <laughs> I'm going to go home. She was just like, I'm going to be a, I'm going to do the boss ass bitch move, you know, and be like, I have a life that I miss and I don't see it with you. Well, when she goes power move, when she goes after uh, uh, the hometowns, it's not a figure it out type of situation. She's just like, honey, I don't need to remind you again that my mother is Cynthia Rowley. <laughs> So if you want her ass to fly to Nima Colon, it better be serious. <laughs> I die every time you say Nima Colon. It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me. Cynthia Rowley has a very busy schedule because guess what? The pandemic might be here, but fashion never sleeps. Stop so it. Cynthia has a lot Stop on her it. schedule. So you better be about ready to give me a ring if you want her to leave that penthouse, honey. Stop it. I don't know what her father does, but I'm sure he's busy, too. And so it was serious business. <laughs> it was serious business. Ooh, that's funny. To the point where she tells him, she's like, I'm done. I need to go home. And she's literally checking her vitals. She's like checking her temperature. Oh my God. She's checking her Stop pulse. <laughs> and she's just like, wellness checks, wellness checks, <laughs> deep breathing like they've taught me in all my meditation classes that I spend a fortune on. 
but it was a boss move. It really was. And I loved that he was just like, no, please stay. And she was just like, no, I'm out. I love it. I gotta say, I love it too. She I loved just it. Like, she was just like, no. No. <laughs> like, I know you're dying to keep me here, you know? She's like, she's like, this, she's just, that's funny to me. She's just like, here, what's it, what's, what's the, just checking your pulse. She's like, no. <laughs> my pulse is above. Where's my I'm doing, watch? I'm doing a body scan. I'm checking in <laughs> my body. Yep, it's just like here. Heart chakra is feeling a little clogged. <sighs> my pulse is a little more rapid than I like, which is saying that my body is telling me that it is time to remove myself from the situation. I am telepathically communicating with Cynthia, and <laughs> she says, Cynthia, <laughs> you know how much I just have? I don't know what it is. I'm sure that her parents have a beautiful relationship, but I just like to imagine Cynthia being just like, just super demanding of Mr. Rowley or whatever his name is. And I'm just like, and just, he it. just annoys her constantly. And I just picture Cynthia just telepathically communicating with Kitten. is just like, your father is driving me insane. You Kit. must return him. Kit, I need you. Kitten. Kitten. She calls her Kitten. Kitten, come home. Come home, Kitten. She's like, <laughs> she's like, Kit's like, look. I've been astral projecting every morning since I got here and Cynthia needs me. Meanwhile, yeah, Cynthia's at home being like, Kitten's been sending her body to Cynthia via astral projection every single day. So her mother just, but it's just not, it's just not enough now. Cynthia's just having, they have like a mother daughter podcast. Cynthia's just like talking with the astral projection of Kit. They're so rich. She's laughing. That, there's they're no one there. so rich that she's literally just able to have a full, like, um, what is it? A hologram version of Kitten there. And but like they're not they're not quite to the point yet where they can actually do it on Kitten's side as well. Mm. So it's just like an uh just a hologram of Kitten not speaking. Mm. And then so Cynthia's just laughing with <laughs> it just I love that. It's just like I hate my husband so much. I like that. Uh, me too. I feel like it works well. <laughs> Let us know if that's true. Also, love love the sh- your shoes. Love the. Sh- I like you? Cynthia Rowley's clothes. They're so cute, dude. Really They're did. cute. I looked up. I was like on Kids Instagram. You know, originally when we first got the castest, yeah. I was hating so hard, and I was like, mm, I want that. I want that. Hate you. Love this. You're just like love putting this. it to your this. shopping love tab. Everything and that's <laughs> happening here. Mm, that neon green puffy, cute. That orange gown, adorable. You are a spoiled, entitled brat. That's like what I was doing. Like, so embarrassing okay, for me. Okay, Kit. We were wrong about Sarah, and we were wrong. We're wrong. We were wrong about Sarah coming back, and we were wrong about you. We don't know what's to come in the That's next. That's true. How weeks? dare I? I would. I would. I would never. I take it back. <laughs> well, there's tears welling up in my eyes right now. I thought <laughs> you believed in me. There's actual tears. Oh my god! I don't know if you're squeezing. I feel like you're gonna give yourself a hernia. Please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> squeezing up. I just pass out. <laughs> it's okay. What I'll do is kind of like what Cynthia does with the kitten. I'll just prop you up, and we'll just get you. <laughs> Have I told you <laughs> how my brother, when he was little, he used to flex his muscle and go like this? Me up. Okay, continuing on, continuing on. Well, she goes okay, home. So we'll listen, miss you, Kit. R. Not R. Only, but on, honestly, not only does she go home, Matt James picks her up 
uh, like she's a stuffed animal and walks her out in like the most odd fashion I've ever seen. I'm like, Matthew, just because she's wearing a fur jacket doesn't mean that she's a little stuffed animal. You can't just w- hold her out and she's just, it was so awkward. <laughs> I hated it so much. I hated it so much. But <sighs> Kitten is gone and I will tell you this much. Mm. Kitten is going to make a splash in paradise. You think? Yes, because Kitten is going to show up with 17 bags and there's going to be this whole like her needing to have her space. Oh, her intro package is going to be with her and like all this luggage and all these clothes and the beach being like, mm-hmm. yes, like a scarf. She'll have like she'll have a bunch of assistants Hats. with her. Yeah, she's going to come with like an, her own wardrobe stylist and an assistant and all this stuff. And she's going to be busy all the time. That's taking a good calls. idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good like little little thing. You can take that ABC. Okay, so, um, all right. So now we're on to Jessenia's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Which they get to drift together, which looks so fun. Um, even though they make her drive first, and I would be horrified. I can barely parallel park. I'd be like, you expect me to drift this thing? Are you kidding me? No, that's scary. That's you so could kill, scary. You kill everyone in the car. Yes, I know. <laughs> I would be very frightened, and they make her do it first. But she is so good at it. Why she is she so good? Matt is his adrenaline is like Matt pumping. is me. <laughs> Anything he can crash into, he does. Honestly, the instructor is about to have a heart attack because you're supposed to go around the boxes, and Matt is gleefully slamming into them. I love that. I'm having visions of him with Bree, how they crash the ATV, <laughs> and like we see in this upcoming episode, how what is it? Rachel is like eats it out of skydiving, and I'm just having these visions where all these people are getting injured. Oh my god, Serena P got like punched in the nose, and they remember they cut that part. They were doing the boxing date, and I'm like, now Matt's just aimlessly crashing in to these boxes it's like this man is dangerous and somebody needs to just you know this season he's a maniac maniac on the floor nima colin's never seen this this man man before before. that's good (laughs) that's it anyway i know a gold record i know a platinum record (laughs) when i hear one (laughs) oh man well, bring Evan in. You know, he's the, yeah, the dude he's in our, our third. Yeah, we, we've got this. Um, but the night portion, it's the same thing happened when he was talking to Jesenia, like when he was talking to Abigail and he literally you see him disconnect from his body. Yeah. <laughs> he has this look in his eyes where all of a sudden he's astral projecting. No, he truly is. He's going and visiting Cynthia and Kitten somewhere and he's <laughs> he's just not there. And she's like I felt like Jesenia she said she was completely like thrown off, but I felt like she seemed like I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel know. like she seemed like she was seeing what was kind of happening I don't think too. Jesenia wanted to be with him long term. Yeah, I didn't feel like they had crazy chemistry. Nah. Especially in comparison to the chemistry that you see with him with a few of the other women. Yeah. It's like, it just, you know. I know what you what you want to say. I know you want to talk about him and Michelle. Yeah, because the chemistry's nuts. No. It's so good. Fingers it's weird, crossed. though. You know, he sent Piper home and, like, I thought they had... I'm a little surprised. That's true. That's true. I kind of... Thought, shh. I mean, Bree got the first... I mean, the third, technically kind of thought that there was more of a connection between him and, him and Piper than him and Brie. Guess not. I thought that there was such a huge connection between him and Piper. I don't know if that was also me. Were we projecting? I think maybe we yeah. were because we like Piper so much. Astral that we projecting. Were maybe, we were probably astral projecting. <laughs> 
into their relationship in Nima Colon. And we were like, I feel like I'm right there while Temecula Road is singing yeah. and I'm watching you Yeah, too. I definitely was there. I was there with, with them. Yeah. Singing into the mic. I was the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> you were just killing those harmonies. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I... He's got the disconnected face. Also, I made note and oh, I told this Becca... this is really important. Broads, if you go back... Whenever Matt is about to break up with someone who he takes on a one-on-one date, you know he's going to do it because he's not wearing a turtleneck. Okay? Go back. He doesn't wear... When, he get, when he's going to... His his sexy, sexy look is that turtleneck. He's like, I'm putting this turtleneck on and maybe I'm going to... Maybe a little leather jacket. Maybe that little leather jacket with it. He's like, I'm about to make out with somebody. When he's got zero turtleneck on, he's like, it's time for their asses to go home. And it's pretty wild to me that he i don't know if he's the one doing this if carrie's the one carrie's like what's your mood do you think like you know and then carrie's like mm, you know <laughs> you, you're not into it let's just cut the turtleneck let's make this serious no turtleneck mm. i don't know but it's kind of interesting to me mm. a little clue i i you know it's wild it really is I don't also, know what it means, but it's wild. Quick side note: um, Matt James has been posting so much about him with turtles lately, and I just need someone else. I just need to say that because some of his Insta stories with him and turtles, he's like he's like eating a carrot, like Lady in the Tramp style, with like this big tortoise, and he's like singing, like, and he's like in love with these turtles, and I, w- I want to say that it's cringe, but I am obsessed with it. I love his turtle content. A little weird to me, mm-hmm. but I love it. Mm. Well, um, you know, bye, bye, Jacenia. Yeah, Jacenia leaves. I'm sure. I feel like I keep saying we're going to see these people on Paradise, but I guess we don't know because we literally have super sized cast. Super sized cast. So, I mean, there are so many people from Petey Pie's season that you're like, I'm sure are going to be on. Yeah, uh, Paradise. So who not knows? that many though. Unfortunately, those women kind of. It's true because a lot of people have forgotten. In the dust. Yeah, that's too bad. I got to ask, um, how far do you think I would have get got on Matt's season? I think you would have killed it on Matt's season. You think? Yeah, I really do. I think that you are very playful, and I think that he would have really liked that. And I think mm. you guys have been really flirty with mm. each other. Top two, you think? I would say... All the way? <laughs> Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> top three? Fantasy suite. Top two? All the way. I think that you would get to the top three. <laughs> it's cold. Dagger to the heart. You no, because I think... Because I think... Throw me to the wayside? No, no, he'd no, He'd be no. scared of his feelings for me. That's why he said no. I feel like you'd be too overwhelmed uh, yeah. with the power of <laughs> what you brought to the bedroom. It would be like, this is too much for me. Um, also, I think that he... I feel like he might have done a Kendall with you. <laughs> that is cold and you're a bitch. <laughs> but this is the thing. Do you really what? think that you would have really, really liked Matt? I don't care. We can be engaged for like eight months and break up. Bitch, I think that you could get to, to you would win the show anytime you'd really want to. I tried with Ari. I tried. I think that you I think that you you think it, but I think that there was that part in your brain that you were like, nah, I really there's just this no, nah, I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Had I in my second meeting with Ari, we're gonna talk about this on the Patreon broads. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. 
that meeting that they cut out when I talked to him before the top three, I swear to you, we were. And see, also, people are going to be like, why can't you let this go three years later? It's because I'm watching it all over right now, getting reminded of everything. I I sound like a weird, obsessive bitch. But I swear to you, he was open to me being like, I want to come back for that top three. I swear. I swear he was low-key kind of open to it. And who knows? What would happen? He would have still changed his mind up with Lauren. I I swear they're destined to be together. Yeah, but I think that that's largely also because of you. That makes no sense. What do you mean? They're destined to be together because of me? No, no, no. I'm saying that like he maybe would have chosen you if you really would have given it your all in your heart. Do you think he would have switched to Lauren though still? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like a year later. Maybe we broke up like a year later. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, as much as you were, you were really putting it all out there, you knew, even if you didn't know in the moment, it was like, mm. had I been 26, 24, perhaps 25, had I been 24, 23, had I been 23, perhaps, perhaps I could be in Scottsdale <laughs> surveying my land. <laughs> oh, man, I love this ongoing thing. I just love it. I got to say, I love it. <laughs> Um, all right. So anyway, <laughs> final four, y'all. Let's talk about who our final four is. So yes, we have the rose ceremony. And let me tell you something. I would like to talk to you about Piper's dress for a second, because that was one of the most stunning dresses I've ever seen. And I told Becca the second she came on screen, I said, Piper knows she's going home. That is her final dress that she was thinking she proposed to, to. Yeah. And I feel like she was doing it. I think she knew. They and, give, you know, they give you a dress though for the proposal. It's not one you bring. Oh, Really? They oh, deck then maybe you out. like oh. Carrie comes out of the woodwork, <laughs> scuttles scuttles out, and is like diamonds. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's Neil. No, I know that's Neil, but also <laughs> chandelier. They're, kind of, they're like cousins, you know. So, <laughs> what if we found out that they were actually related? I kind of believe it. They have the same energy to me. Yeah, they like kind of weird, ambiguously uh, single together yes. with someone aliens. Yes, like definitely, definitely, they have the same energy. Sort of for a- sure. strangely old yet ageless yet mm-hmm. asexual mm-hmm. and all of these things mm-hmm. at once. All of them at once, truly. Icons <laughs> of style and, <laughs> and grace. <laughs> <laughs> But how do you think Neil feels about Chris? I feel like he's probably happy. Yeah, well, you know that we they have manly bands. Yeah, he's his competitor. And Neil Lane is celebrating right now. He truly is. He's just like, I've been trying to get rid of this guy. Neil's actually probably vying for Chris. Chris When we saw Neil really, really talking a lot to Tasha and Brendan. Maybe that that was his audition for host. He was really trying. He's like, Chris motherfucking Harrison, if you're gonna come for my for my for my job and you're gonna start selling wedding bands, I'm gonna come for your job and I'm gonna really try to become the next host. Uh so anyway, poor Piper. Piper was just looking absolutely stunning. And I'm I and again, we don't know about Paradise, but man, if I could predict somebody doing well in Paradise, I feel like Piper is okay. going to kill it. I think Piper's going right. to just crush in paradise. Well, so we got um we got Rachel, we got Brie, we got Michelle, and we got Serena P. For our top four. We for have our, our top, top four. four. I really can't believe Y'all, it. Y'all, we have three out of four non white people in our top four. Yes, we that do. That is a big fucking deal. 
Yes, it is. Which means that that shows that a non-white woman is going to get in the top two, which is actually already, uh, that that's actually crazy enough, a, a new, what do they call it? Record-breaking? That's not what I'm trying to say. What's the word? Historical. Yeah. For the Bachelor season, it's I guess. Which is insane. I mean, yep. it's absolutely insane. But wow. Yes, finally. And they are three really, really amazing women. Totally. Love all of them. Love, Love all, all three of them. of them. Yeah. Love all three of them. Um, well, I will tell you this much. Next week um, looks harrowing, to say the least. I don't understand the music that was going on. It felt like a horror like movie music, like ding, ding, ding. And they made every single family date look stressful. It looks like Rachel dies. It looks Sky like, diving? yes, that it was a horrifying looking, like, <laughs> honestly. Like, I don't understand. Plummets into the ground? <laughs> what, what? what are you showing us? Like, this is... I I don't understand. And why does every family date look so terrible? Like, <sighs> can't wait for the families. Can't wait to see him. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a whole other conversation next week when it comes to Rachel's family. And I'm interested to see what that conversation is going to look like. I, oh, by the way, we never even talked about, I can't believe this. We never talked about the fact that Rachel Kirk Connell came out and posted her own statement on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Rachel finally came out and say, said something. Um, in fact, Chris Harrison put out his, like, quote-unquote apology. And before Chris Harrison resigned from this, the rest of this season, um, uh, resigned, in quotations, uh, Rachel came out and she finally did make a statement. Um, also, I will say this. I mean, so many people were saying that she wasn't allowed to make a statement. And I'll just echo, again, what Becca said before, like, no one can stop her from doing it. They can just discourage her. They can say that they don't want her to do it. They would prefer her not to. They want her to hold off and whatever, but sh no one can stop her from making a statement. What? Yeah, no, that's bullshit. So she finally made a statement. Um, obviously, it's not something um, as a white woman for me to say how I feel about the statement, um, but she did make one if you haven't checked that out. But yeah, I'm very interested to see on after the final rose depending on who they bring on specifically if we're gonna have a sub host who's really willing willing to like have these conversations on after the final rose or if they're gonna like try to gloss over it i'm Look, very interested here's what i'll say about the statement at this point to me a statement is just a statement pr it's just dude you can have someone else craft whatever words you want to fucking say it can be a good apology it can be a bad apology whatever at the end of the day just a fucking PR statement. You better put your money where your mouth is. Make some amends in one way or another, whether that's taking time to, you know, show your journey of educating yourself on the mm -hmm. public platform, uh, reparations and donations. But I'm over, I'm over like the PR statement alone doesn't mean shit to me anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit how good it is. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't mean much. Anyone can craft one. Anyone can hire someone else to craft one. Um, that's what I think about that. And with that tea, we will chat about all of this next week. Yeah. And also, please join us on Thursday. If you haven't Great listened to our episode, episode last week, we started answering a bunch of the sex questions that you all sent us. And we have Jiminique on Thursday. And I love her so much. And we um, have a lot of good conversations. Um, yeah. So please join us. And uh, we'll chat soon, broads. Chat soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>